0: This winter, Hulu and Disney Plus are better together in a brand new bundle.
1: That's wicked. Wicked good.
0: With titles like Disenchanted and Willow on Disney Plus. And Fleischman is in trouble. And welcome to Chippendales on Hulu.
1: I love this place.
0: All for just 9 dollars a month. All of these and more now streaming. 18 and over only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply. See the DisneyBundle.com for details.
1: I always say, connect back to your breath, return to your stillness, and find a place of where you can be centered and quiet, even for a few minutes. And then start to engage with the power in you that is your life force.
0: Welcome to Ending Domestic Abuse, a one-of-a-kind virtual resource for helping victims escape abuse, empowering survivors, and preventing relationship violence before it can even start by giving you the tools to improve your confidence, life skills, and hope. I'm your host, Dr. Ludi Green. I'm a national expert on violence against women and children. I have advocated across the world and directly helped more than a 1,000 abused women regain and maintain their freedom through economic independence. On my podcast, you will hear from top experts in fields like finance, economics, psychiatry, psychology, and many more. And you'll hear stories from people who have defied the odds, overcome abuse, and found their way to success. Together, we'll offer you support and practical ideas to pursue your goals, start on a new path, and protect yourself and others from abuse. Today's episode will be another edition in our series on highlighting successful women at the top of their fields who will tell you their incredible stories, share their advice, and act as a virtual mentor. We'll be right back. Ending Domestic Abuse is brought to you by Audible. Something you need to know about me is that I love to multitask. As an entrepreneur who had to build her own path to success, I'm always looking for ways to continue learning and to use my time more effectively. Audible has been a great resource for me and I can access hundreds of audiobooks from the palm of my hand and listen to them as I commute to work, while I cook dinner, and when I go for a run. Listeners who enjoy our last episode about self-care will love Audible's huge list of self-help books, as well as their guided wellness program. Long-term listeners of the podcast who remember our episode with author Leslie Morgan Steiner can find her book, Crazy Love, on Audible, It is so important to continue to learn and improve yourself. You're worth it. Don't wait. Head to audibletrial.com slash endingdomesticabuse to start your free trial so they know we send you. All proceeds will go to improving this podcast to help even more victims of violence. Welcome back to Ending Domestic Abuse. In previous episodes of this podcast, we have introduced the topics of self-care and mindfulness. Self-care and mindfulness are two skills that can be essential for people overcoming trauma or abuse, and also for anyone looking to improve their quality of life, regain control, increase self-confidence, and start to live in the moment. In the world today, we're confronted by many fears and anxieties. This is especially true for those of us who have experienced traumatic events. It is easy to spend time preoccupied with the past or worry about the future. However, in doing this, we end up missing what is happening right in front of us. As we discussed in a previous episode, the idea of meditation can seem daunting. It may even seem impossible. Many people imagine meditation and think of sitting cross-legged on the floor for hours and trying somehow clear your mind of endless thoughts. This sounds not fun or even scary. What has worked for me is reimagining meditation as mindfulness. Instead of seeing meditation as an activity separate from my busy life that I need to carve out time for, I now understand the mindful way of engaging with my life. For example, grounding my mind by connecting to my senses while washing the dishes, practicing to clear my thoughts and connecting to my breath as I sit at the table or do my run. In this way, meditation can become a useful tool that works for me. One extremely helpful resource that I have found in my journey toward becoming more mindful and spiritually connected was a series of books written by Agapi Stasinopoulos. Her books are practical guides that make spirituality, meditation, prayer, and healing so accessible to a wider audience. Today, we have the privilege of having Agapi Stasinopoulos on the podcast to talk with her, not just about the power of her books, but also about her career as prolific author, Welcome to the podcast, Agapi. It's an honor to have you here.
1: Thank you so much, Ludi. It's so wonderful to hear the wonderful, impactful work you are doing. So very grateful to be with you.
0: Right now with your book, Speaking with the Spirit, your new book, which is unbelievable. I read it myself and I have it next to my night table. It's about the power of prayer.
1: Mm-hmm. How do you define the power of prayer yourself? I want to ask the listeners to define God exactly how they define it, because, you know, all of us have a name that connects inside of us, okay? So for some people, it's God. For some people, it's the higher power. For some people, it's my breath. For some people, it's the higher intelligence, the universe, the source, the I am. But there is certainly something larger than ourselves that is moving us, breathing us, and is giving us life every day, every moment. So I always say, connect back to your breath, return to your stillness and find a place of where you can be centered and quiet, even for a few minutes, and then start to engage with the power in you that is your life force. And the way we do that and the way I wrote the book is that I take situations in our lives that are hard and challenging, and we all have them. Some people, you know, have have struggled as you address the, the abuse, and they need to do a lot of healing and forgiveness. So I take situations, anything from finding love, going through a divorce, finding a new career, moving to a new city, finding friends, not feeling lonely, not feeling disappointed, not feeling discouraged. And I created this prayer out of my own soul and heart to connect with the beloved in us. And the beloved in us to me, Dudi, is the part in us that is love. Mm -hmm. God really is a benevolent loving force. And it takes a lot of inner work and inner, I mean, you can discover it in a moment, but because we all have such beliefs of unworthiness and not feeling good enough, or we don't deserve to know this loving presence, we shut it down. But that presence, Ludi, is always with us, always, because if it wasn't, we wouldn't be alive. Mm -hmm. So when people say to me, I don't know who to pray to, I say, pray to the thirty-six trillion cells that are making you right now, and they know how to sustain your life. They know how to circulate your blood. They know how to make your heart pump. They know how to breathe you. These cells, if we get into a place of reverence and really understanding that that power is in each person, no matter the trauma, no matter what we've gone through, no matter if we are, you know, rich or poor or educated or not educated, if we have the biggest challenge in our lives, that power is driving us. So if we can find the mental state and the emotional state to get to our heart, because our spirituality, Ludi, is completely connected with our heart. And what shuts it off is that we judge ourselves... And we disconnect from the loving presence. So in this book, Speaking with Spirit, 52 Prayers to Guide, Inspire, and Uplift You, I have a quote that I want to read to everybody in the preface that says, Prayer is like a pole vault that lifts us over the bar of our constricted physical reality to the other side. In prayer, we can go beyond our limited perspective and connect to our inner knowing. Prayer lifts the veil so that we can remember that we are spiritual beings in a human form, and therefore we are never alone. This practice gives us the foundation to go about our lives in a state of attunement, alignment, and greater clarity we start to experience ourselves in a steadier, calmer, and more elevated state of being.
0: What beautiful advice and how beautiful your words. And, you know, talking about you mentioning love. Love is what it keeps us, what it makes us happy. It's the greatest gift from God to all of us. You know, receiving it and embracing it. I mean, how different this world will be if all of us can can show love to each one. Every person
1: who's around you, everyone. But first of all, Ludi, we have to love, to open up our hearts to love ourselves. Yes. Because you can love everyone around you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the channel, it's like the faucet is inside of you. Correct. So we turn the faucet on. Mm-hmm. And, and w- in order to do that, we have, you see, love is really there. It's like the sun. Uh-huh. It's always there. Right now, I'm in New York City, it's a little cloudy, I don't see the sun. But the sun is there, uh-huh. but it's overcast. So, right. in, in reference what, in my other book that I call Wake Up to the Joy of You, which I know you love, 52 yes, Meditations love and Practices <laughs> for a Calmer and a Happier Life, I wrote how joy is always there, but we must express the sadness, we must ex- express the fear We must express the feelings of unworthiness, of not feeling good enough. Mm -hmm. And because you deal with such the traumatic experience of of domestic abuse, Mm -hmm. the thing that victims of of abuse have to overcome is the feeling of feeling safe in your body. Right. of feeling loved in your body. And that is a process. That is a healing process that takes... Time that takes mentoring, you know, and I always suggest to people, find people who can assist you in your healing. But also you must know that with spirit's help and with prayer, you find those people and you can overcome it. You can forgive it. You can forget it where literally you can wipe it out of your memory bank. Mm-hmm. At this moment in time where people, we're all experiencing so much loss,
0: hopelessness, uncertainty, and fear about the future, as it relates to COVID, you know, people are still very scared. How can prayer help us regain some of our balance and trust?
1: When you pray, you start to feel the the flooding of the spirit and you start to feel you're regaining your your trust. And I always recommend, Ludi that people keep a journal and have a pen and a journal by your bedside mm-hmm. and write your prayers down, what, even if they're simple. If then it is, please, like, for example, I have a prayer that says, I ask that to know the power of pausing in my life. It's about not mm-hmm. always doing or worrying or feeling anxious. Right. I ask to be able to give myself permission to know that I have a right to rest a right to wander, a right to daydream, a right to let myself be. So when you ask for that, to do nothing but let myself drift so I may see and receive the blessings that are here for me. <laughs> so I bring myself to you. And it, it is a, it's, a, it's, it's an opening. It's a surrendering. It's not going to happen out of your hectic life. And, and it takes courage to sit quietly by yourself and allow the thoughts to drift. You know, it doesn't matter if you have negative thoughts, if you have negative emotions, you just start to settle. And that's why I recommend that people buy this book and start to read this prayer. I have 52 prayers, Ludi, on every subject you can imagine Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's how to get out of a toxic environment. You are bigger than your fear. Chapter 26, the discouragement trap and how to get out of it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: 27, the finding the wisdom in your disappointment. Yes, you can kick the worry habit. You know, it's endless. I have subjects of every situation and Mm -hmm. emotional state. There was a man who said to me, his wife passed and he said, all I want is to laugh again. So I have a chapter called God help me laugh again.
0: You that's know, beautiful. That is beautiful. Finding,
1: finding your divine right to heal. That's another chapter. Get this book and read the prayers. Read them loud to yourself. Keep it by your bedside. These te- prayers are template to get you to open up. They have energy. Do you know what I mean? It's like I put um, the spirit in them mm-hmm. and you start to be more generous with yourself. You start to be more open. And you start to regain your trust. Because a lot of times, because we have trauma, we don't really trust that we matter. We don't trust that we are safe. So you go back to your maker and you learn to ground yourself with words. Words have power, Ludi. Uh Words of, of heartfelt words go back to your heart and you say, I ask right now that I may see and know my worthiness. Mm -hmm. I ask right now that I'm guided to heal the places in me that are wounded, that have pain. Mm -hmm. And you listen and you say, I ask that although right now I don't know my way, that I Mm -hmm. may regain my trust to find the way step by step. I ask Mm -hmm. for loving, for patience, Mm -hmm. for courage. Mm -hmm. But as you ask, you do it with your heart and you go, Well, whom am I asking to? I don't see anybody. You're asking to the part of you that is breathing you, that is making you right now. You are a miracle of life. The fact that you can move, that you can speak, everything about us, Ludi, is a miracle. Who makes your hair? Who makes your nails? Who makes your feet? Who makes you? Mm -hmm. Some force, some life force, some God force has created you. Mm -hmm. So bonding with that, learning to make that your ally. I have a big sign on my office door that says, God is my partner. Oh, yeah. God is my partner. Waking up every morning and saying, I'm not alone. God is my partner. And then listening to your intuition, listening to your spontaneous self, and, and many times I hear people who say to me, you know, I, I have so much fear in me, I'm paralyzed by fear. And I say, start moving. Make a practice to go out in, in your neighborhood, start moving, find places that nurture you, find trees and go sit by them, find benches that you can sit, find little havens mm-hmm. in your city. Mm -hmm. Where you get, because the city can be so hectic, Mm -hmm. you know, find nature, go to a park and find children that you can be with. Children are healing. Children mm-hmm. have the joy and mm-hmm. children are connected till we tell them not to do this and not to do that and right. start to get afraid. You know what I mean? <laughs> they have and not
0: been corrected by life. They've not yet. been
1: corrected by <laughs> our adults.
0: Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> a lot of people have turned to yoga, meditation, mindfulness for solace and spirituality. Do you see these practices as a form of prayer too?
1: Yes, every it depends how you do it. Washing dishes, my mother used to say, is prayer,
0: <laughs> because <laughs> <I love her. laughs> you do
1: it in a way where you you you're not distracted. You, as you said, mindfulness, Mindfulness All it mindfulness is, is heartfulness. It means do it with your heart, bring it to your heart. Who do you love? What do you love? Start by bringing your heart alive. And forgiveness is such a big part. You know, I have a chapter at the end of the book that says, Forgiveness, the greatest gift in life, you know. And so often we judge our lives, we judge the people that hurt us. Mm -hmm. And forgiving is a huge act to unleash the power of love, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yes, meditation. But again, it depends how you do it. You sit down and you go, oh, shoot, I have so much to do and now I have to meditate. Or you go to meditate and your mind is going, oh, but uh, I have to do the laundry and pick up the kids and I have to tell my husband this and I, and my mother-in-law did that and I'm upset because uh, my boss said that and, and I, I saw my bills and now I'm terrified and I don't have enough money and how am I going to make the train and I'm so late. And your mind is going, uh-huh. <laughs> and you are driving yourself in the tornado of your mind. And I say, stop, go back to your breath right now as you're listening to me and Rudy. And Rudy <laughs> ask yourself, who is breathing me? Who is breathing me? My yoga teacher's name was Rudy. And he used to say, be in awe of your breath. So take oh. a deep breath, fill your lungs. Do you know, we don't breathe in capacity. We breathe like 30% to capacity. And part of people always say to me, I'm anxious, I'm worried. I said, that's because you're not oxygenated. (laughs) And take it, you know, oxygenate, take a deep breath. Please, right now, feel your lungs. Mm -hmm. Feel your your spine. Feel your whole body all the way down to your feet and all the way up to your head. And exhale with a sound like, ah. You know, it is totally true what
0: you're saying because I remember being with you in your office and we did a little small five-minute meditation prayer and all that. And you asked me, you showed me the breathing and really having using it is unbelievable.
1: I recommend yes. everyone. Seriously. Everybody. And mm-hmm. and if people would like to email me agapi at unbindingtheheart.com, agapi, A-G-A-P-I, at unbindingtheheart.com, I have about eight guided meditations that I send to people and I'll send them to you as my gift. And the meditations are six, seven minutes. And please send me an email and you can order them right now on Audible. They're called Wake Up to the Joy of You. There are 33 of them. Mm -hmm. You can go on Audible and order all of them. And they are so soothing. I listen to them myself because every day we must return to our expansion. You know, we go to sleep, we contract, and then we, 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 we kind of become relaxed and fall asleep, and we have all the unconscious, uh, you know, dreams and everything. And then we wake up and we go, okay, got to get back to my light. Got to get back to my God. God. And, and, and usually people wake up and say, oh my God, my day, and I have to do this and I have to do that. And I say, stop it. Master your energy. Be a master of your energy. Listen to unguided meditation. Mm-hmm. Listen to somebody who has a calming voice like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> I true. I mean. You do have it. You do have it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and the prayers too. You can go on Audible and listen. by my book, Speaking <laughs> with Spirit. Listen to it every day. I listen to it. You know, and, my and sister. And get the
0: meditations to Audible because I got them and they're unbelievable. And they're at the top of your, you know, you have it at your hands. You can listen to it, listen to it anytime. Exactly. Sitting down any place in your exactly. house.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and exhale a lot like ah you know when we exhale when we use our voice to speak and to exhale and to ask loud i pray loud ludi you know mm-hmm. i go ah oh, dear god i ask for the light right now to protect me fill me surround me to surround ludi to surround agapi to mm-hmm. surround all the listeners feel the energy that's coming in the spirit is coming in and lifting us and soothing us, and take the palms of your hand and place them in your chest, so you feel like in your heart and in your belly. Most of the times, Ludi, we are anxious because we are not in our bodies. We don't want to be in our bodies because we don't feel safe. I didn't feel My safe. Job. My father was, had a lot of trauma because he survived the concentration camps. I'm oh, sorry. And he would often have bouts of anger. And right. and my mother would say, Your father is very angry, go to your room, don't talk to him. You know what I mean? Right. And I always compensated. I always tried to make him happy and joke with him and make myself smaller so he, he can take care of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and then my mother had terrible pain because my father started to go out and, and have girlfriends and have mm-hmm. and go drink and, and mm-hmm. go to the clubs and mm-hmm. in Greece. So He was an amazing, brilliant man. But can you imagine a year and a half in the camps? Mm, How does anybody survive that, Rudy? Yeah,
0: terrible. You write a lot about how your mother was the first person who showed you a higher path and an understanding of a benevolent universe that created a foundation for you to do this work. Yes. Yet your mother was not religious in a conventional way. No, where do, no. Where do
1: you think she found that inner knowing and perspective, and how can you tell us more about what you learned from her? My mother's name was Ellie Stasinopoulos, And if you have Instagram, okay. I put a lot of pictures of her.
0: Mm-hmm. Her
1: name is Ellie Stasinopoulos, and it's, my Instagram is agapises S-E-E-S, agapises You can follow me there. My mother, do you know, Ludi. I I always used to say her love for her daughters was bigger than her fear and her pain. And she had an ability to commune with the universe, to commune with the life. And often, if she didn't have money, for example, to pay the rent, she had five brothers. So would you always ask her brothers for money? (laughs) I remember (laughs) my mother always on the phone going, she spoke German, she spoke French. She was very educated. But... She had a life force in her. She fought the Germans in the Second World War through the Red Cross. She was a nurse, you know. And she said to me, you know, when you face the Nazis, nothing scares you anymore. And she took life in her own hands and she said, I want to bring my daughters and have them be highly educated and and rely on themselves. And so how ah, she gave us and infused us with confidence, like I was... Where she got it from, you ask me. I think she was an amazing soul. She was mm-hmm. a very high soul. You know, mm-hmm. these, 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 these beings come sometimes. And, you know, like you see little kids and they have wisdom. Mm-hmm. My mother had a wisdom and she never was afraid to ask for help. Her God's gift. Yes. Yes. And oh ask, God. not only the universe, ask people, but she was also generous. So I want to communicate this message to the listeners. Be a generous giver, mm-hmm. give to people, give to yourself and receive. So it's a, life is give and take. Yes. Don't always be the person who says, oh, I'm, a, I, I'm not very good at asking. Why not? Why aren't you good at asking? Please ask yourself. I need to ask for assistance. Don't be mm-hmm. a beggar, ask from your strength. My mm. mother used to say, when you go in the world, don't go begging like, oh, I need this and I need that. Just be very honest and say, you know, I am an actress and I I would like to find an agent and mm-hmm. I would like to have more work. Do you know anybody? And they say, no, I don't. They said, okay, fine, I'll ask someone else. <laughs> right, exactly. So, so you ask till you get. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in the stories of my book, I have a whole stories of raising money for, for my projects, Ludi, and so many... People would say, no, they wouldn't. You know, fundraising is so hard. And I started to getting discouraged. And that's why I wrote this chapter, The Discouragement Trap, or Finding Wisdom in Your Disappointment. Mm -hmm. When things don't work out, how long do you stay in disappointment? My mother used to say, okay, you had two days in disappointment. Change the channel. (laughs) I love that. Change the channel. (laughs) Change the channel. (laughs) (laughs) You know, listen, life is an art. And, and, and. We don't mm-hmm. learn it at school and we don't learn it at universities and we don't learn it. We learn it from life's experiences. And what I've given people Lovely. in my books is my experiences, the Agapi experiences and how I overcame my challenges.
0: Agapi, please tell us where can our listeners get your book and how can they follow
1: you through social media? You can go anywhere that books are sold. You can go to the bookstores. I love supporting independent bookstores. You can, of course, go to Amazon right now and order the book. You can go to Barnes & Noble. You can go to my website and you'll see to the wakeuptothejoyofyou.com. You will see my videos and my meditations and my, my blog posts that are wonderful. Agapi sees is my Instagram. Agapi says is my Twitter, which I don't use very much. But Facebook, and send me a message at my email, Agapi at Unbinding the Heart. But I highly recommend you order a book as soon as you get uh, off this podcast. Don't forget it. Keep it by your bedside. Mm-hmm. Read the meditation. Read them out loud, and then you can get the books before Speaking with Spirit where I tell stories of my mother, I get more emails, Ludi, people saying, you helped me so much. I keep this book by my bedside. I keep mine. I I keep mine. And I underline it and (laughs) I put it in my handbag. And I was so a woman the other day, I was at the dentist and she was reading my book on the waiting room. I was so happy. And and what I get from people is that They rekindled their faith and trust to God because it's not about, if you believe and you have a religion that you follow, wonderful, you know, and so many people have their church and have their community and have their practice, but there are millions of people who don't have their church and don't belong to a religion, and that's perfect. Because who do you belong to is your spirit, your God-given spirit that gave you birth. And then you find your path. It is, maybe it's yoga, maybe it's meditation, maybe it is a spiritual group that you connect with, but it's in you the blueprint, you know? And then you find teachers that inspire you. And I say, write your own script, you know, do Mm -hmm. it your way, but remember, That God lives in you as you, and the greatest gift of all is gratitude. Because if you are grateful, truly grateful, it opens up your vibration, your channels, and you attract more. And you say, well, I can't be grateful because I don't have this and I don't have that. Every time you reinforce what you don't have and what you are lacking, you are lowering your vibration, Every time you reinforce what you're grateful for, the fact that you're listening to this podcast, that's gratitude. You have ears to listen. Mm-hmm. You have an iPhone or an Android or a, or a device that you can listen. Be grateful for that, and be grateful for your breath. Love it. Thank you so much. We're going to take a short
0: break, and when we come back, Agapi will answer some questions from our listeners. Welcome back to Ending Domestic Abuse. Today we're talking with author Agapi Stasinopoulos. And now Agapi will take some questions from our listeners. We have a question from Jenna from Boston. She says, I'm a law student in my second year. I suffer from severe anxiety and lack of sleep. I was a victim of child abuse. And currently I have a therapist by still dealing with my trauma. Do you think meditation could be of help at this point in my life? Meditation
1: and prayer, Jenna, is that her name, Jenna? Jenna. Mm -hmm. Jenna is very powerful. But how you meditate is with an intention to really release completely and fully. So when you meditate, you go back to your breath. There are many techniques of breathing. You can breathe, you know, the box breathing, which is four breaths in, four counts you hold. Four breaths, you release and exhale. There are many meditations of different techniques with your breath. And there are many practitioners that can teach that. I do guided meditations, as I said. Uh, you can send me an email and i send you. I have 33 on Audible, which you can also use. And I say prayer as you meditate, before you meditate, opens up the channels so your soul which is there with you right now, and your spirit can work with you to deeper healing. Mm -hmm. And writing down as a free from writing and releasing it, burning it, writing the pain, the tears, everything. And then I forgive myself for judging myself for the pain I experienced. I forgive myself for judging myself for the pain that was imposed on me. I forgive myself for judging myself, for judging the people who hurt me. I forgive myself and I forgive them. So it's very important in order to let go, to not hold on my trauma, my trauma. They did this to me. It was terrible. You got to, at some point, let it go and go deeper. And honestly, the power of spirit can heal you in an instant, don't be ruminating in the trauma. You can be healed with a prayer. You can let it go. Thanks once again to our guest,
0: Agapi Estesinopoulos. And thanks to you for listening. No matter who you are or what you have been through, you can find help and you can find a way out of abuse and into your new life. Send us an email through our website at ludigreen.com. That's ludigrin.com, or you can call our hotline at 202-643-2327. That's 202-643-2327. We'll help you find a way out to freedom. You can also find me on social media at Dr. Green on Instagram and Twitter. You can also help stop abuse by spreading word of our podcast. Just go on a Spotify and please give us a five-star rating or share your comments. Thank you once again, and together let's all find a life. You deserve.